Welcome back to Field Notes by Ag Choice, an educational podcast focused on inspiring growth in our families, businesses, and rural communities. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Sadison, and joining me today is Matt Gobbler, Executive Director of the Pennsylvania Forest Products Association, a statewide advocacy organization for the forest products industry. Forests cover about 58% of Pennsylvania's land area and support a forest products industry that employs about 64,000 Pennsylvanians and produces over $36 billion in total economic impact. Matt will discuss the importance of Pennsylvania forests and the related forest products industry, along with key issues facing the industry. Matt, thanks for joining the podcast. Thanks so much for having me today. Now, Matt, you and I know that forest products is a very significant industry here in Pennsylvania. Could you tell our listeners more about what the industry looks like here in Pennsylvania and also a little bit about PFPA's role? Well, it is uh, such an honor to represent Pennsylvania's uh, forest products industry because uh, we are uh, America's largest hardwood producing state. And uh, we have a very robust uh, supply chain and a very great team that works across the state on uh, putting together uh, this product that is uh, useful in, in so many uh, aspects of everybody's everyday lives. Uh, so our uh, industry, you know, we've got a whole supply chain starting from the landowners and the loggers and the foresters that, that begin the supply chain all the way through the manufacturers that produce products from uh, hardwood flooring uh, to paper to biomass uh, and kind of all across the spectrum. Uh, and as you mentioned, that's an industry that creates about 64,000 jobs. And uh, those jobs are uh, really across all 67 counties in the Commonwealth. And as you mentioned, that adds up to about $36 billion in economic impact to our state. And so uh, in my role as executive director of the Pennsylvania Forest Products Association, it's um, my job to, uh, to lead this organization whose role is to be the predominant statewide advocacy organization at the state level in Pennsylvania. And our mission statement has three main pillars. We advocate to the state and local government entities for favorable policies for the industry. Uh, we also work to lead changes in public perception uh, uh, among consumers and, and the general public. And we also work on communicating with industry what are the important uh, aspects uh, and, and issues of the day. Thanks, Matt. So now let's dive into some of the key issues facing the forest products industry. And we'll start with climate and the environment. And really, the forest products industry has a great news story to tell. Could you discuss with our listeners why well-managed forests are critical to our environment? This is something that is uh, such a great message that, that, that we all can do a better job of, of explaining because, uh, you know, our industry, uh, oftentimes we can be very humble and, and we go about doing what we do. We recognize the importance of the jobs we create. We recognize the importance and the, the demand for the product we create. But there is a great news story about the environment because if we leave our forests um, alone, we will essentially leave them to degrade. A mature forest is a dying forest. Uh, Mother Nature has ways of renewing herself. Lightning will strike, forest fires will happen, um, uh, you know, trees will, will die, uh, mortality will happen, and, um, and, and there will be other, other ways that Mother Nature will try to do that. But uh, uh, there is a beneficial product to be brought out of the forest, and in so doing, we can help Mother Nature renew herself in a more beneficial way. By clearing the old mature forests that have stopped growing, we can actually make room for new growth, which is better wildlife habitat. And now with the focus uh, that we've seen in, in, recent, uh, in recent years and, and ongoing with uh, carbon in the environment, we have a great news story to tell about how the, uh, the management of our forests can actually optimize how our forests clean our air. And so when you look at an old mature forest, it's, uh, think about it like a human being. Uh, we, we know that uh, a teenager 
uh, an adolescent uh, is is eating a ton because they're growing. And by the time uh, uh, by the time we become adults, we are not uh, you know not not supposed to be eating nearly as much. And so you look at that and you look at a, a mature tree and it's the same way. Our early successional growth is going to be taking carbon out of the atmosphere and turning it into the wood that is growing in that tree. But once a tree reaches its uh, mature size, um, then it is just kind of maintaining itself. And so it is not taking uh, or what, what we call sequestering carbon from the environment or absorbing uh, nearly as much carbon out of the atmosphere uh, as a growing tree is. So if we can take uh, our industry, enable it to go and, and uh, uh, turn those uh, mature old trees into products like furniture, like tables, like uh, flooring, um, then, then that locks that, uh, that carbon into those products. And then we clear the room in the forest for new trees to grow and take more carbon out of the environment. So uh, that is a very beneficial thing that we can do. And we can actually help our forests stay both optimized for wildlife habitat, as well as optimized for uh, forest health uh, and for carbon in the environment as well. So now let's move on to some other issues impacting the forest products industry. Certainly the industry has seen challenges with labor, trade, invasive insects, to name a few. Matt, could you share with us about these challenges and really any other issues impacting the industry as well? So, and, and the, you, you uh, definitely uh, hit on on some of the, the big issues that, um, that that the industry faces, and, and one of the things we're seeing across all industries, of course, is, is challenges with our workforce. Uh, we are always looking for more people to build the team, and uh, we have a an industry, and you know, we can look at it as a bad news story. Hey, we don't have enough workers, but I prefer to look at it as a good news story, which is we're an industry that's hiring. We're an industry that has opportunity. And so as we go out there and try to spread the word about careers, uh, we want people to know that uh, the forest products industry is not just a, a place where people might go and look for a, a job that, that would get them by. This is a place where you can go and look for a career. Uh, you can look for a career um, in you know whether you want to be toward the beginning of the supply chain, if you want to look at forestry or logging, whether you want to look at the manufacturing side, depending on where you are. Uh, one of the things that I like to share is that there is a resource in Pennsylvania called paforestcareers.com. And it's a website that has uh, both uh, information about the jobs that might exist in our industry, uh, as well as an actual job board that posts uh, and, and companies are, are welcome to, to post there. And we're trying to, to make sure we get that word out. Um, and, and, and the great thing about this website is the more companies are posting their jobs, the more interest we can see among uh, job seekers, and we can try to put the two together. But paforestcareers.com. Uh, is a uh, is a, is a very great website and and it is an opportunity that uh, everyone can have to look at either posting jobs if you're looking to hire or if you're looking as a job seeker to uh, to find your way to uh, to join the team in the forest product community in Pennsylvania. So that is definitely a uh, uh, a very uh, important aspect of what we're doing. And as we look at the uh, aging workforce we're seeing, uh, especially in the logging community, there are plenty of opportunities for, for, for younger people to, uh, to get into this and, and provide for the future and become the future leaders of our industry. You also mentioned um, invasive insects to, uh, as, as, a, as a concern for our industry. Uh, everyone's probably heard of the spotted lanternfly, but of course our concerns don't begin or end there. Spotted lanternfly has uh, been something that has uh, created some some challenges for us as it has spread from the southeastern part of the state, westward and northward. Um, and so we're always uh, trying to make sure to spread the word and tell people that uh, you're checking your vehicles, checking your loads, making sure that we're not spreading this insect or aiding in, in how it gets out there. Um, but that's just one. You know, we've seen unfortunately uh, numerous. Uh, issues over the past several years. One I'll mention is the uh, 
uh, the emerald ash borer. We have pretty much lost uh, most, if not all, of our ash trees uh, in Pennsylvania uh, because of the fact that the emerald ash borer has uh, gotten into them and spread and is causing them to die. And that's really quite a shame. Um, we're also seeing things like the woolly hemlock adelogid um, and, and other insects that have created problems. Uh, and unfortunately, with invasive species, we're also seeing issues with uh, with invasive plants that are outcompeting some of our beneficial regrowth. So uh, uh, that is uh, uh, a, uh, a focus that we have when we're working with landowners to try to help get them the resources and the know-how to uh, to manage their forests to enable the beneficial regrowth to happen the way we want it to. And then finally, you mentioned trade. I think. Uh, uh, fortunately, uh, that, that has turned into a good news story. Uh, you know, in, in 2017, 2018, 2019, we saw a trade war develop with China that uh, really uh, caused our export markets to create a real problem um, for uh, a lot of our producers in Pennsylvania. Um, I guess a good news story that has come out of that has been um, the fact that uh, our, uh, our, our companies in Pennsylvania have found other ways to compete, other countries to, uh, to do business with. We've been able to draw domestic demand. Um, and uh, we've also been able to uh, uh, come back with, with uh, some, some more favorable conditions with China. And we've seen that the Chinese market has, has reopened uh, compared to where it was in 2018. And uh, so now we're seeing that uh, maybe we have better opportunities to compete and, and better, uh, better marketplace dynamics uh, now than, than we've seen in, in perhaps a, a decade or more. So, uh, so we've got some good news there. We've got some challenges to overcome. But uh, overall, uh, we've got an industry that is uh, responding in the way we need it to. Thanks, Matt, and thanks for walking through some of those uh, some of those challenges. I, I love the PA Forest Careers uh, website that you shared about. Uh, certainly, a great resource for for the industry. So, uh, Matt, as we conclude, could you you know feel free to share any other thoughts with our listeners along with I'd love to hear what excites you the most about the future of Pennsylvania's forest products industry. So the final thoughts I'd like to share with our, our listeners before I get into what, what excites me most, I would like to uh, in, encourage uh, listeners, especially I know that uh, listeners on this program might might range from uh, uh, forest landowners to, to other participants in the industry or other folks in the ag community. Um, I would uh, encourage people to have a, a very uh, attuned ear to uh, developments we're seeing in the carbon uh, marketplace, uh, especially as it relates to, to landowners. Uh, one uh, concern that I have is that some of these uh, uh, markets are, are going in the direction of uh, incentivizing delayed harvests. And I think that, uh, you know, there may be certain cases or certain pieces of land where, where that makes sense. But I think a broad stroke delayed harvest incentive uh, is, is going to be an obstacle to favorably managing our forests and favorably accessing the resource that will enable us to do all the benefits that I, I previously outlined. So uh, we're going to continue working because uh, I think that there is a way to design uh, carbon, the carbon marketplace in such a way where it provides landowners with the resources they need to combat invasive species, combat invasive insects, to uh, uh, do the forest management and the sweat equity that it takes to, to guarantee a beneficial regrowth. And so we're going to continue advocating and pushing in that direction. Uh, but when I look at what excites me the most is I see that uh, there is a renewed interest in um, in, in forest products. And there is a, a wider understanding that forest products are part of Pennsylvania's agriculture community. And so when I look at the future, I know that uh, uh, we've got generations that are coming into their prime home buying years. Uh, the you know millennials are kind of getting through there and we're seeing Generation Z come behind. And these are folks that are, are very interested in, in natural, authentic, healthy solutions. And that's 
that is exactly the product that we provide. Uh, one of the things that, uh, that when you look at, at hardwoods and the, the, the premier finishings that we can provide from, from cabinetry to hardwood floors uh, and, and the, the, great, um, uh, the great products that you can put in your home, Homes. We know that we've got the best quality, uh, healthiest uh, products out there. We're, we're telling that story with the Real American Hardwood Coalition Initiative. And so when I look at the excitement that, that, uh, that is out there, I think that we've got a bright future for our product because the demand is there and people are recognizing the value of it. And we're going to continue telling that story. Well, that's great. Thank you, Matt. I really just appreciate you helping us uh, hear more about the industry here today and, and learning what's going on there. So thanks so much for doing the podcast. Thanks so much for having me and I appreciate it. I look forward to coming back again sometime soon. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review plus subscribe and share it with a friend. As always, you can head over to agchoice.com slash podcast to view the transcript and listen to other episodes. To catch all the latest from us, follow along on Facebook and Instagram at agchoicefarmcredit.com.